Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This morning, Labor's plan to counter China in the Pacific. Security on the table as Scott Morrison extends his lead in the polls. Victorian students head back to school for term two, mask free. Breaking news, Twitter reportedly reaches a deal with billionaire Elon Musk. And out of control, the moment a plane stunt goes horribly wrong. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. The election campaign is heating up, with Labor about to unveil its plan to counter the influence of China in the Indo-Pacific. Joel Dry is in Canberra for us this morning. Good morning, Joel. What do we know about the proposal? Good morning, Jody. Well, we know it's been put together because Labor wants to capitalise on what it sees as the government's failing in the Pacific, in particular with the recent relationship with the Solomon Islands. This plan to be announced today looks to rebuild those frayed relations first by committing to setting up a Pacific Defence School, a training facility for future military personnel from the region. Secondly, more air surveillance will be offered for the Pacific to help crack down on things like illegal fishing. And third, more Australian media content will be offered to Pacific countries. This three-pronged attack is all about winning favour back and also steering countries away from China after a security deal announced between the Asian superpower and the Solomon Islands. The coalition's reaction to this will be interesting, but today the PM is primarily talking jobs and energy. He's in Queensland He's announcing a $275 million uh, worth of projects, including two hydrogen hubs in the Sunshine State. And he will, of course, hope this starts to have an impact on polls, which for the moment are pretty stagnant. The latest from Ipsos shows the coalition still trailing on the primary vote 36 to 37, despite a one-point change. But, Jody, in some better news for Scott Morrison, he does continue to hold a pretty firm lead in the preferred PM stakes, 46 to 37, up two percentage points. He'll be no doubt hoping to cling on to that number as he looks to get stuck into campaigning today. Sure, Bill. OK, Joel Dry in Canberra, thank you. In breaking news, Twitter has reportedly reached a deal with Elon Musk, allowing him to buy the company. The social media platform's board met with the Tesla boss to discuss his $60 billion takeover offer. Musk already owns a 9% stake in Twitter. An official announcement is expected later today. Five train stations in central and western Ukraine have been hit by Russian airstrikes, killing at least five people. It's believed the attacks all fell within an hour of each other.
Russia says it's opened an investigation into large fires that broke out at two oil depots near the Ukrainian border, which are potentially acts of sabotage by Kyiv. Vladimir Putin has accused the West of planning to kill pro-Kremlin media workers, claiming his country's spy agency foiled a terrorist plot targeting a prominent Russian journalist. Thousands of school children across New South Wales and Victoria are heading back for, to the classroom for the start of Term 2. There are some big changes for Victorian schools, with senior and primary age students no longer required to wear masks on campus. The vaccine requirement for parents visiting school grounds has also been scrapped. New South Wales police say they're not aware of any threats against Liberal candidate Catherine Deves. The Warringah hopeful claims she received death threats over her comments about transgender athletes and had notified the state police and the AFP. In a statement, New South Wales police denied receiving any reports of threats made. Deves also said her family had fled Sydney fearing for their safety. A combination of weather events could see Queensland smashed with higher than average rainfall throughout winter. There are now predictions La Nina could continue, which coupled with conditions in the Indian Ocean would bring more wet weather to the Sunshine State. The Bureau says increased rain and cloud cover could cause some colder than average days and warmer winter nights. One of the first cruise ships to re-enter Western Australia is now struggling to contain a COVID outbreak. It's been confirmed two crew members and 10 passengers on the Coral Discoverer have been infected and are now isolating in Broome. Everyone who was on board is being tested. The vessel departed Darwin earlier this month. After two years of separation and isolation, Australians finally came together again to honour our veterans on Anzac Day. 50,000 Victorians woke up extra early to take part in the dawn service at the Shrine of Remembrance. Thousands more flocked to memorials and marches across the country to pay their respects. Australians marked the occasion overseas as well, from Gallipoli to the fields of France. Prince William has laid a wreath at an Anzac Day service in London on behalf of the Queen. The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge paid their respects at the Whitehall Cenotaph. He was joined there by Australian High Commissioner to the United Kingdom, George Brandis. Charges are yet to be laid after a man was stabbed to death in Adelaide CBD. Police say the 25-year-old was critically injured and couldn't be saved after a brawl broke out between warring youth gangs. 13 people were arrested as detectives searched homes in the area and seized two cars. They say more arrests could follow. Authorities are investigating whether a fire at an Adelaide hotel, which landed three men in hospital, was started by an e-scooter. Seven News understands several scooters were being stored inside a room, along with lithium-ion batteries. Detectives are remaining tight-lipped on the cause as their investigation into the blaze continues. The smoke alarm is what led the fire brigade and the police there. We're not looking for an arsonist. It's not... Uh, suspicious in the terms that it's deliberately lit, but the circumstances are unusual. More than a dozen guests were trapped on the upper floors as the flames took hold and they had to be rescued using ladders and a cherry picker. 
New research has found as many as three quarters of people hospitalised with coronavirus still don't feel fully recovered a year later. The UK study also found women and those who were overweight were more likely to feel the effects of long COVID. The number of deaths attributed to the lasting impacts of the virus has doubled over the past two months. Calls for a simpler retirement system are mounting to help ease cost of living pressure on older Australians. But many seniors may not realise there's a simple tool they can use to unlock savings. Stuart Moon has been on the pension for 11 years. He says he's one of the lucky ones. He's 76 and makes deliveries for some extra cash. It's very difficult coming from working your entire life and having money in your pocket money to burn to suddenly having to watch every cent. Many older Australians are doing what they can with the budget they have. I live with my daughter because I can't afford to live by myself. A lot of older people are finding it very difficult to afford accommodation. Plenty more are finding it hard to make ends meet. A lot of them have to choose between, for example, going to the dentist or food, uh, between even having the hot water on. National Seniors Australia wants the pension system simplified by taking employment income out of the age pension means test, an independent tribunal to set the rate and increasing Commonwealth rent assistance. If I was paying... um full whack for my uh, accommodation, I would be on that poverty line. There are plenty of little-known government concessions available. National Seniors has an online calculator to help older Australians find out their entitlements. A great way of making sure that you're getting value out of the pension is to make sure you're eligible for the concessions. A simple tool to help ease costs. Alexandra Cullen, 7 News. A forecast rise in interest rates could hit first home buyers hard, with mortgage repayments expected to soar within a year. In Melbourne, buyers who put down a 5% deposit on an $800,000 home currently pay just over $3,000 a month on their mortgage. But by the end of 2023, repayments on the same home could jump to more than 4000 Rates are tipped to rise either next month or in June. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading down this morning. The Nasdaq is slightly higher, up 10 points. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell. The Australian share market closed for Anzac Day. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,897 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 97 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 71.67 US cents, 91 Japanese yen, and a dollar eight New Zealand. A historic attempt by two pilots to swap planes mid-flight has gone awry. While one of the pilots was able to regain control of the other's plane, the second plane spiralled out of control. Incredibly, nobody was injured. For more on this, let's go live to David Boywood in the US. Good morning, David. An investigation has been launched. Good morning, Jody. Yes, it certainly has, and perhaps not surprising, uh, given that this death-defying stunt has all gone horribly wrong and live on TV as well. Look, the aim of this stunt, it would have been a world first, was for these two pilots, both very experienced pilots, we are told, to crawl out of their single-engine Cessna planes at around 4,000 metres above the Arizona desert uh, while still travelling at around 130 kilometres an hour. The plan, uh, to skydive from those cockpits to swap planes 
wings and then steer those aircraft back down to earth. Now, one of those pilots, he has hit his mark, but it all came spectacularly unstuck for that second pilot who missed his target. I mean, we proved that it was possible. I mean, we're pushing boundaries out here. Yeah, the good uh, news here, and you can see there, is that everyone has escaped injury and that plane has crashed down nearby as well. The interesting part about all of this is that uh, federal aviation authorities here in the United States have now launched an investigation. They claim that Red Bull was never granted an exemption for this death-defying stunt, Jody. Crazy stuff. Thanks, David. Johnny Depp has again taken the stand at his defamation trial, describing the hurt he felt when he read a 2018 opinion piece penned by ex-wife Amber Heard. The piece, where she describes surviving domestic violence, is at the centre of his $70 million lawsuit. A blinding hurt. It was, it was like somebody hit me in the back of the head with a two-by-four. While he was not named, Depp says it derailed his career. Two people have been killed and two others critically injured after a building suddenly collapsed in New Delhi. Rescuers searched through the rubble and used trained sniffer dogs to reach those who were trapped. It's believed the house was undergoing repairs when it crumbled, but the cause is not yet known. Britney Spears has announced she's taking a break from social media. The 40-year-old pop star took to Instagram to reveal she'll be stepping back for a little while, just weeks after announcing she's pregnant with her third child. The baby will be her first with partner Sam Asghari. A breakthrough treatment is giving hope to the families of premature babies born with a disease that causes blindness. The condition affects one in 840 newborns, but that could soon change. Through the eyes of two-year-old little George, the world is full of wonder. You know this one. But doctors say he's lucky to see it all because he was born at just 23 weeks. I mean, we'd fought so hard to get him here, so it was upsetting to hear that he could have um, vision impairment. It was really quite traumatic to get through that. 8% of Australian babies are born preterm. Those born before 24 weeks gestation are at risk of blindness and serious vision problems. It's because of a disease called ROP, or retinopathy of prematurity, and it's becoming more and more common. And worldwide, 50,000 babies each year end up blind from this disease untreated. It usually means rounds of risky laser treatment. The problem is very premature babies have very little blood vessel development and the laser is too extensive and doesn't work nearly as well as it should. But now there's a new treatment option, a breakthrough drug called Lucentis, injected into the eye. It's given George pretty much perfect vision, which... Um, it's quite a miracle. Allowing his whole family to refocus. He's a crazy little almost two-year-old boy who does not stop. Um, he's just perfect and we're forever grateful for that. Serena Andaloro, 7 News. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. To sport now, a 19-year-old Jack Ginevan led Collingwood to an Anzac Day win against Essendon. 84,000 fans piled into the MCG for the traditional clash. Jake Stringer kicked three goals on his return from a hamstring injury for the Bombers. But the day belonged to Ginevan, a small forward booting five goals and taking out the Anzac medal in the Pies' 11-point win. The storm tore apart the Warriors in an an Anzac Day demolition. Heading into half-time at 16-10, Melbourne were unstoppable after the break, crossing for 10 unanswered tries. Ryan Pappenhausen's double and three try assists earned him the Anzac medal, while Xavier Coates bagged four tries. The storm surging to a 70-10 win, the equal highest score in club history. The Dragons beat the Roosters 14-12 in their traditional Anzac Day clash. Sydney FC's Asian Champions League hopes are hanging by a thread. With old nemesis Kevin Musket coaching from the other dugout, the A-League club were thumped 3-0 by Japanese team Yokohama F Marinos. And Lopez this time. And the ten men of Yokohama F Marinos have just rubbed a little more salt into the wound. Sydney will need to win both of their last two games to have a chance at reaching the knockout stage. A pivotal contest in Sally Fitzgibbon's surfing career is underway. Margaret River, where Sally needs a strong result to survive the mid-season cut, and she took down world number one Carissa Moore in the first round. It's awesome, Laws. I believe in miracles. You just got to keep climbing. Um, So definitely in a pickle, as everyone was aware. Tyler Wright and Steph Gilmore also avoided the elimination second round. It continues today on 7+. In the future, you could be looking to your liquor cabinet to fuel your car. Most whisky byproducts end up in landfill or even in the ocean, but scientists say they can be transformed into biofuel and used as a diesel substitute. There are already whisky-fuelled cars in Scotland, and researchers there are hoping to develop whisky-based alternatives for plastics, cosmetics and electronics. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs over Queensland, Eastern Northern Territory, South Australia and Northern New South Wales are triggering heavy rain and storms, bringing some flooding. Moist onshore winds are sending showers to the east coast, which will be heavy in the tropics. A trough and front are causing showers and the odd storm to develop in southwestern WA. Around the capitals today, Brisbane heading for a top of 24 degrees with a shower or two. Sydney, 23 with a shower or two. Canberra, partly cloudy, a top of 19 degrees. Melbourne, 23 and partly cloudy. Hobart, partly cloudy and 19. Adelaide heading for 22 today with a shower or two. Perth, 22 with showers increasing. And Darwin, mostly sunny, heading for 34 degrees. 